You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. So, Mary, did you watch the CNN Town Hall? I did not. I watched the last episode of Diplomat on Netflix, which was quite a cliffhanger. Was it? Okay, I'm not that far. I'm watching Diplomat, so it was good. Yeah, I I really liked it, um, and I'm definitely ready for next season, but with the writer's strikes, next season may never happen, but nonetheless. Might be a little bit longer. Well, I did not watch it live and in person either, because I went to the Chicago Cubs baseball game. How fun. Well, it was fun, and this is the first baseball game I've been at. And so I can report this time clock, you know, the change in baseball. Boy, I noticed the difference right away. Really? I don't know if you've been to a a baseball game yet. I haven't. I'm planning on it, but I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, and it, it was really something. I was with a fairly large group. About 10 of us friends had planned this. Uh, for quite a bit, and we all said, man, you know, sometimes like big rule changes like this don't make sense or don't Mm -hmm. work out. This one, uh, at least the 10 of us all agreed, this is good. Well, and it is encouraging more stealing of bases, which I do love. Yeah, me too. I like all that. So while we were doing those things, uh, Caitlin Collins uh, a very good reporter for CNN had the bad fortune to be hosting Donald Trump in a town hall made up of participants almost hand selected by by his uh, his people, all Trump people. And I did get to see extended clips from it today. And it was uh, what how does the phrase go? It was a poop show. (laughs) Or a train wreck, as they're calling it. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but if you're Donald Trump, was it? You know, one thing about, I did watch some clips too, and one thing about Trump, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, as he would say, is he is a master of media, and he really knows how to use the media to his ends. We may not like it. But he, I mean, it, to me, just the bits I watched, he was so disrespectful to the reporter, to the CNN person. Like she was a lamb for the slaughter. And, but he knew his audience and he knew that would play and it did play. And he has no shame. I mean, I think we know that about him. But there it was on display again last night. And I suspect that he thought he did very well. Oh, I'm certain he did. I actually, I think he did it, it went in his mind, went very, very well. And that's kind of the thing I focus in on as we look forward to what do we have, a year and a half of uh, the presidential campaign? Yeah. Of this insanity, yes. Right, Mm -hmm. about that. Donald Trump, when 
something goes well for him, he remembers that right away, and he likes to repeat it, and he likes to do it over and over again. I mean, that was true with, like, his big rallies and things and the way he conducted himself in debates. And he has tucked this in his little Donald Trump brain and said, that was good. I want to do that. I want to do that over and over again. Now, that doesn't mean that he'll get CNN uh, to give him another town hall like this with a totally friendly crowd. But he will find ways to make that chemistry work again. Well, he has platforms that he can do that, you know, Fox or OAN. But what did you think about CNN cockamamie idea in the first place? Okay, I think they were out of their mind. Uh, and I think they are paying a price for it right now. Frankly, I don't, I'm not hearing and I did not feel a lot of criticism going towards Caitlin. Uh, where a lot of times it goes, I, you know, she seemed to me to be as well prepared as she could be. And you're right. He just, he didn't care what he did. He just walked over. He actually calls her nasty at one point, which is a favorite phrase of his. But what news executive and CNN, whether they irritate you or not sometimes, this is one of the leading news media outlets anywhere in the world. What kind of idiot allows a forum where in a town hall, he has essentially been able to go out and get his people to be there. And using just one moderator, uh, no ability really to hold him in tow, to fat check, to do anything else. I mean, what did you think? I just, I thought it was misdesigned from the beginning. You know, I mean, the, the new CNN supposed to be that they're going to be more fair and balanced, to use a phrase. And instead of, you know, what Trump always accused them of being a liberal media outlet, another MSNBC, which I never really saw CNN that way. But I do agree that, you know, some of the uh, folks and particularly Chris Cuomo when he was on, you know, very left-leaning. So the the new news director, whatever, um, whoever's running CNN, you know, they're making this attempt to be more balanced. You know, it's one reason they got rid of that guy. Remember that show we used to like watch on Sunday? Oh, yeah, Brian. Brian, Brian they got Stelter? rid of him because he was yeah. so anti-Fox. So, um, so I think that, I'm guessing that this was part of it. Like Trump is a candidate for the, you know, the Republican nomination, but it's not even like anything is up and running. You know, it's not like they're having a, a town hall for Nikki Haley as well, or Asa Hutchings, Hutchinson. So it's in a sense, it's like they're making the same mistake they made in 2015, which is just giving Trump free media. And we know how it turned out the last time. Yep, exactly right. And they did do it. I mean, I remember one night when Bernie Sanders had just won a primary. Trump had come in like second or third in a primary, but they went and they cut to Trump's speech and followed his speech. 
because it seemed like it'd be the more fun and interesting. And that they were constantly doing that, just handing it to him. Here, here's free media, because he seemed like the more interesting one to cover. And that's what and they're he doing is here. entertaining. I mean, step away from the morality of it. You know, the stuff he says is so out there. Like, oh, yeah, sometimes you got to just let the debt ceiling expire and see what happens. I don't think it'll be as bad as they says it. They say it is. Well, I think if he thought he was going to lose a large majority of his wealth, um, maybe he would feel differently about it. And maybe, I, I don't know. Or, you know, I'm not saying that Ukraine... Um, you know, I support Ukraine or Russia. I just want to stop the killing. It's so much killing. <laughs> the way he says it, it's always so crazy. I know, so, and it'd be worse if there was killing in China. In China. So <laughs> I think he just really demonstrated, you know, yet one more time, how much he has changed our politics. He's all these unorthodox or not the mainstream positions, whether it's the position on Ukraine or, you know, I mean, he just lost to E. Jean Carroll and he's out there bad-mouthing her because he doesn't really think any of these rules apply to him. So you know who else lives in his universe, John? George Santos. Oh, George, yeah. And you know what did George say yesterday after the after he turned himself in to, for arraignment? He's like, "It's just a witch hunt." Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like they have you dead to rights, George. I know you're innocent till proven guilty, but he has no shame. It's the thing that Trump has taught these people: do not feel shame. No, and no matter what it is. No matter how clear they, they've got you, if they have a photograph of you with the woman who just won the case of uh, uh, sexual assault, go ahead and say, I don't know who she is. Even if they have a photograph. Say, and no, you know, the I funny no thing idea. is, when he says that, I don't even know who she is. I don't think he understands that, in a sense, it makes it worse. Yeah. Because he cares so little about the humanity of these women he has groped, he has sexually assaulted. And when he says, she's not my type, what that tells me is for him, he has a type. And he appears to have a type. All these women weirdly look alike. Even, even Trump admitted that yep, Carol looks like his second wife. So... Yeah, I mean, getting caught in a lie or twisting things to make them, you know, look okay. It, it's really frightening. And to go back to the CNN piece, it's also frightening that the media does not know how to handle it or what to do about it. They really don't. And I, I want to dwell on George Santos for a second. Uh, this is very long ago, so back in the 70s. There was uh, a big run at the school of students pulling, it was like in the month of May, pulling the fire alarm. And, of course, we'd all have to evacuate the building and have interrupted the classes. But we this might happen twice a day. It, like when 
on and on and on and on. And, and it was a real problem. And so the school did a lot of things. And they finally put like this uh, ultraviolet dust on the fire alarm things. I mean, we went that far. So the, after the next one was pulled, they uh, we lined all the kids up and we took this light and went down. And sure enough, we find a kid with this dust all over his fingers. He was the geekiest, little nerdiest guy in the entire school. And he said, I was in the meeting. And I remember he said, no, I didn't pull any of the others, but a lot of other people did. And I thought it was funny. So I did it uh, this, this time. Isn't that in a weird way, George Santos? He looks yeah. at Donald Trump. He looks at all these other guys who are huge grifters who figured out how to make politics and running for public office the biggest uh, political grift or the biggest grift of all all time. And he looked at them and he said, I saw all the other guys doing it and it seemed pretty funny. But he's got dust all over his fingers. That is so that's a great story, John, and it is true. I mean, I think he was already a professional liar. I think that's yeah. kind of the way well, he, he had was. some background, yeah. Yeah, but you know, he said, Well, I might as well get into politics because that's where the real <laughs> the real liars are, you know, having success. And and then he's so dumb. Like one of the things he was charged with was getting unemployment when he had a job it's like the kind of thing that was really ticking americans off during yeah. the pandemic and you know i think i told you i was doing all that unemployment work for legal aid and even i got tired of it when people i was like you don't need that you have income you have a job oh well they're giving the money away and i, I think know. you know he was making one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year which to most americans is a lot of money and then he was getting unemployment. And then he has just the kahunas to sign on to a bill to try to, you know, go after the fraudsters. Absolutely. <laughs> so in that way, he's like Trump, too. You know, where Trump, you know, where there's all these statements of Trump saying nobody should ever, um, you know, let the debt ceiling expire. This would be so catastrophic. And then last night he's like, oh, you might as well. You yeah, know. yeah, go ahead but and do it. And you know, in and just a classic moment, when she, uh, Caitlin, confronts him and says, but you said this, he said, I was president then. And yes. says, so you've changed it. Well, I'm not president now. And, you know, it's always with Donald Trump. There is no shame, discomfort yeah. with that. No. No, of course I changed. No, as, as Dave Chappelle calls him, he's the most dishonest. He's the most honest liar in the world, and it is true. He just, he just, and and I think that George Santos is like this. Although he's a, I think in some ways, believe it or not, a bigger liar than Trump. But you know, they just shift. They're shift shifters or shape shifters, right? Between one position, whatever, and since they don't believe in anything, they can say whatever they want. And. and I guess to, yeah, to cap that all, all off, Kevin McCarthy, who goes around having to wear underwear that is like six sizes too tight for him. So his, his kahunas are always kind of smooshed in, and he can't act with any uh, integrity 
or ethics at all because he can't afford to lose this guy's vote. I That's know. It's, it's crazy. It's where we're living. So, Absolutely. All right. Very exciting. Talk, Talk to, to you later. Bye. Bye. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.